Okay, today's daf is Yuma daf Dalid. We are uh, we are on daf Dalid. I'm an olive top line. Amalei Rabbi Yechanan le Reish Lakish. So, up until the last few lines of daf Gimel and Beis, we assumed when the Mishnah told us that the Kayan has to separate seven days prior to Yom Kippur, we assumed that was based on the Psukim from the Miluim, the eight days. The eighth day of the Miluin, there were seven days in advance that the preparation, so too that applies when it comes to the Kayin Gadol before Yom Kippur. And then the Gemara, the last few lines yesterday, Zav said maybe there's a different source, maybe it's coming from what happened, what took place with Moshe Rabbeinu before Har Sinai. There it says, Bayom Hashvi on the seventh day of something, and then Moshe went up. Uh, to receive the Torah, and there were six days of prep, so maybe that's where it's coming from. But the Gemara says, I, what about seven days? So the Gemara says, and the way we learned it was that really, it's six days based on Moshe Rabbeinu. We add another day, a mile also, you know, for Tumah, to make sure that the Kayin wasn't Tameh. How could you get Tameh? So if he was with his wife, his wife ended up being Anida, then he'd be Tameh for seven days. The boy Anida's Tameh for seven days. So to make sure he's clear of any Tumah, concerns, he has seven days. But at this point, we really have two different sources for waiting for Bafrish and Kain before Yom Kippur. So that's going to be most of today's data, and we'll have some Agatha going through which one is correct. Is it based on the Miluim, or is it based on the six days before Har Sinai? So I'm going Top line, According to what I said, makes sense, that we're going to learn out the prisha, the separating from miluim. We have a brysa, we're going to quote this brysa in a few lines. The brysa says, both the kain gadom on Yom Kippur and the kain who burns the paraduma. Each one, mazin alav kol shiva. All seven days of their prep, they need to have mazin. Mazin is the sprinkling of the paraduma. Mikol chatois. Anytime there was a paraduma ceremony, sprinkling ashes. So the kain who was going to burn the next paraduma, or the kain god before him kippur, he got involved. He also had the ashes sprinkled on him just in case he was tamei mace, right? So. Now, if we're learning out from the Miluim, it makes sense. So sorry, the Havinami Hazabi Miluim. Because there was a parallel Hazah sprinkling for seven days by the Miluim. As the Pasuk, uh, as the Pasukim there says, So there was sprinkling on Haran all the time. But you're learning it out from Moshe Rabbeinu preparing for Har Sinai. There was no sprinkling before Har Sinai to Moshe Rabbeinu. So, so it makes sense. I'd rather learn it out, Hazah, where it fits, than by Har Sinai. So, according to you, what are you talking about? Look at the Psukim in by the Miluim. What were they getting sprinkled with? Dam, blood. Over here, by Yom Kippur and by the Kayin. Who was being sorry for Sapara, they're sprinkling them with Efer Paraduma. So the Gemara says, Minicha Bimiluim Dam Hachamayim. There was blood, here is water. So the Gemara says, Halaikasha, it's not a problem. The Tani Rabchi Rabchi said, Nichlesu Mayim Tachas Dam. Water 
is a replacement of blood, meaning the dam that was done in the Miluim, so we're copying that by sprinkling the mind, doesn't mean water, literally means the the mechatos, which is water, the head, the ashes, the paradum in it, so that's nechasumayim tachas dam. But either way, but according to you, you're learning it out from Har Sinai, Moshe Reino, six days in advance, Hazab bin Sinai mi havoy, there was a sprinkling by Har Sinai, you don't have any sprinkling there. So Amalei, Vishlakesh responds to Rabbi Yechanan, you know what, this Hazab business, has nothing to do with the Meluim. The fact that we're sprinkling mechatos uh, uh, on the Kohen Gadol in preparation for your Kippur, nothing to do with Meluim, nothing to do with Har Sinai. Why are they doing it? Mala It's the same rationale. We don't want it to become Tameh. And just in case he did become Tameh and he didn't realize, so extra credit for seven days, he'll have sprinkling of the Paraduma. Just in case he was Tameh, he would become Tahar. Has nothing to do with Har Sinai, has nothing to do with the Meluim, just simply mala asa. The same way I added the seventh day, even if I'm running out from Arsinai, because mala asa. So mala bama, another, just a better way of dealing with it. It has nothing to do with the psukim. Okay. But we still have machlakes or biyachanan and mishlakish. Do we learn it out from the miluim, or the eight days when the Mishkan was built, or do we learn it out from Maishu Rabbeinu before Har Sinai. So Tanya Kvasid Rabbi Yechanan and Tanya Kvasid Rabbi Shlakish. We're going to have these lengthy braces. One is going to go with Rabbi Yechanan. One seems to align with Rish Lakish. Tanya Kvasid Rabbi Yechanan. The Pasuk says, By Yom Kippur, Bezois, with this, Yavai Aharon Alakadesh. With this, Aharon should come Alakadesh. And the Pasuk says, Befar ben Bakar, Lachatas, Ayla, Now, with this, what does that mean? Bema Sha'amur Be'inyan. What was said in other places, meaning Bezois, it's not talking about now. It's talking about what we said way back. That, we're going to see how, how we know that in the Pesachim, but Bezois seems to be referring to something else. Umahi, what is it referring to? Be'ini the Milum, it's referring to the Milum. And, Uma Amr the Milum, what was stated by the Milum? Aharon, Pirash, Shiva, he had to separate for seven days. Veshimei, Shemechad, and the eighth day, that's when he served in, in the Mishkan. Now, the, the Bryce continues, Moshe Rabbeinu was given over to him, meaning he was involved with Aaron all seven days, to accustom him to doing the Avaidah. And Ladaris in future generations, that's the halacha. That Kaingado, Shiva, the Kaingado separates for seven days, and one day he does the Avaidah, which is Yom Kippur. And two tamid of Shamoisha that are tamidim of Moshe, meaning la'afukit tzedakim. You don't have tzedakim involved. Now these two tamid chachamim are Moshe and are given over to the Kohen Gadol. So the same way Moshe Rabbeinu taught Aaron, you have two tamid chachamim again. They had hundreds of Kohanim Gadolim and Bayashani, so it was very important to have two tamid chachamim to teach them what, what they were supposed to do. Kol shiva Okay, now the b'risa continues. Very long b'risa. This seems to go straight with the shita of, of Rabbi Yechanan. They were learning it out from the Milum, right? Mikan armu shivas yamim kadim kipurim afrishin kagadol mi beis lishkas v'hadrin. Okashem shem afrishin koyin gadol. The same way we do this by koyin gadol before Yom Kippur. Ach mafrishin koyin asar v'sapara. Seven days prior to burning the para lishkas sh'apnei abira. So finim is rochan. That's how we open up the masechta with comparing these two. And the Echazeh continues the Baisa, Echazeh, Echazeh, both the Kayin Gadda before him Kippur, and the Kayin is going to burn the Paraduma. Maz in a love called Shiva, he gets sprinkled on all seven days. Mikol Chatois, anytime there's Mechatas in the Baisa Mitosh, there's the Efer, the, the ashes and the water. Shahayu Shamafu was there, he, he got sprinkled every day. Bim Taimar, Bimiluim, Dam, ah, you're going to ask me, but my Miluim, it was blood and Hacha Mayim. 
by the Erev Yom Kippur, those seven days before Yom Kippur, it's water, mechat, it's not blood. So what are you comparing it to? So the, the Brayasa continues, Amri nechnesu mayim tachas dam, that mayim comes in place of blood. Vaimer, and we're going to ask, why do we need a second Pasuk? The Brayasa brings another Pasuk to show me that we do this, even though we just had... We have another pasuk. Kasher also be hazeh. Tiva Hashem lasses lechaper lech, and that was the original pasuk we brought on that phase. That lasses lechaper, lasses ilumase para. Lasses means para, and lechaper ilumase yamikiparam. So very long brisa, and we're, and uh, and uh, at this point. You see clearly, explicitly, it's going like Rabbi Yechanan, we're learning out the Kain Gadol, seven days before Yom Kippur, is being learned that from the Miluam. Can't get more mafurish, you cannot get more explicit than that. But the Gemara analyzes the Brisa, a few points. Number one, you're learning it out from Bezais with this. Doesn't with this tell me with what I just said, not Miluam two parashas ago? It's telling me with this. What does this mean? Exactly what the Psukim are talking about, that's what Aaron brings into the Kaddish Shekadashim. What do you mean, Bezois tell me by Miluam? So the Gemara says, Amri e le Karban If the Pasuk was trying to tell me that Aaron brings this carbon that we're talking about, the Torah should have said, with this or this, right? But the point is, it's a very simple lashon. My bezois, bezois, is either a lashon or keva, or it just sounds a little stronger. Shemat mina tarti is telling me two things. Obviously, what we just said, and it's also referring to something else. What else could it be referring to? Oh, we have another pastor that told me last is the chap. Right? So it's probably telling me about the same identical seven days as the miluim. Now the Gemara asks, my Vaimer, why did you need two Pesukim? First you told me Bezais of Aaron. We didn't like Bezais, but we fine. We concluded Bezais is, is a good source. Then the Brisa said, Another Pesuk. Why do I need two? My Vaimer, what's the second Pesuk adding? So the Gemara said like this. Vechitim, if you're going to bother me and you're going to say, hold on a second. Maybe Yom HaKippurim Kama. That first Yom Kippur, first Yom Kippur in the history of the Jewish nation, that's when Hu Debai Prisha, that's when you have to separate for seven days. Kedash Khan Bimilum. That was failed by the Milum. Makes sense. Milum was the first time it happened. So Yom Kippur, the first time, makes sense to do this. Av Yom Kippurim Da'ama in future generations, year two, year three, and on, lie. You don't need the Kain Gadol to separate for seven days. Or Inami, I would have thought to say maybe Kain Gadol Kama, that first Kain Gadol, Aaron and Kain, who the body Prisha. Maybe he's the one that needs to separate. The same way he did it by the Miluam, he does it for him Kippur. Abba Kain Gadol Bama, future generations, lie, they would not need to separate for seven days before him Kippur. So Tashma, Kasher Asa, as was done here, you should do in the future. So it's not just a one-time hayra, shah, a one-year. It's going to be even in the future. So all this was a very long brisa that goes to Rabbi Yechanan that we learn at Yom Kippur from the Miluim. Next. Tani the second one? No, I would have thought maybe another Kain Gadol, meaning maybe Aaron Kain was the only one that needed to do this. For, for many years. Yeah, even, even if you want to do it for a bunch of years. But oh, he's the only one that needs it. For future Kain, right. It says, Bezois Yahweh Aaron, him. I don't want no one else, just him. Okay. Tanikavase de Rish Lakish. Now we're going to go to another Brisa. Now this Brisa doesn't help our Machlekes, meaning doesn't give us an answer. It shows the other side. There's a Brisa that goes to Rish Lakish that learns out from Moshe and Har Sinai. It says like this So Moshe Allah Be'anan. Moshe went up Tar Sinai. Now this is the Brisa, this is not the Pasuk. The Pasuk says, And the cloud covered. 
We're going to see. Who did it cover? Did it cover the mountain? Or did it cover Moshe Rabbeinu? But this b'risa says the following. Moshe went up to Sinai in the cloud. He was covered. He was hidden in the cloud. He became holy. He, he sanctified himself by separating in the cloud. In order to accept the Torah for as the Pasuk says, and the Pasuk continues, the Pasuk is important, the cloud covered, we learn, covered Moshe Rabbeinu for six days, and then, and Moshe called out, or Hashem called out to Moshe on the seventh day, from inside the cloud. So, so far, Moshe Rabbeinu is in the cloud. This took place after the Ten Commandments, which was, which is the Yant of Ashuas, right? Kabbalah Satira. This took place afterwards. So it sounds like we're counting six days after Shavuos. So we'll do the math soon. And that's Shahayu Tchilo That's the beginning of the 40 days. We know there's 40 days that Moshe Rabbeinu went up to take the Luchais. After the 40 days, unfortunately, the Luchais were broken. Right? Moshe broke the Luchais. That's what we uh, we have Shavasar Batamas. Mishnah and Tainus tells us forty days that's do the math, forty days after Vav or Zion, Sivan, we're getting to that soon. That's uh, your Shavasa Batamas. So according to this Tana, Moshimina going up, that was after he already had uh, after that Sarah said the brace. Divrei Rabbi Yosaglili. Comes along Rabbi Akiva. He says, No. Rabbi Akiva, I'm Hashem, that the Kfar Hashem was on Har Sinai. It's Mirish Chaydesh. That was ready for Mirish Chaydesh. That the cloud covered it. Not talking about Moshe. Moshe wasn't even here. He already went up for six days. Who was the cloud covering? Har Sinai. The cloud's covering the mountain. Then Vayikra al Moshe. Hashem called to Moshe. But it wasn't Hashem just calling to Moshe. Everybody was there. It was Moshe v'chol Yisrael, and then all standing to, 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 to receive the Torah. Why does the Torah single out Moshe? To give cover to Moshe. He's the leader of the Jewish nation. So that's what we're, we're singling him out. So we have two opinions. Opinion number one was the six days was after Shavuos. We're going to use Shavuos because that's how we, we're comfortable with. And Rabbi Kiva says, no, the six days were before Shavuos. But Yom HaShvi... It's the seventh day of Sivan, not seven days after Shavuos. That these six days were in preparation for the Yant of Shavuos. Two more opinions, but they both go with Rabbi Yaisi. Abnasan Aimer, that although he was to Rabbi Yaisi, that this was all after Matan Taira, why did Moshe Rabbeinu separate? I'll tell you why. To ruin the food and drink that was in that was that was already you know in, in Moshe Rabbeinu's body, to make Moshe like a malach. You know we fast in Mekipper, don't eat, do we diminish our intake to be like a malach, not not a physical being. In order for him to go receive the Torah, he needed to act like this for a few days. In order to be able to, to ascend on high, but don't learn out Kain Gadol Yom Kippur. They're not they're not going up to Shemayim. It's going to Kodesh Hakadoshim, Kabbalah Hashras Hashchina. He's not going up to heaven. So don't, nothing to do with with the Kain Gadol. Ramasi Ben Charesh Aimer Leiba Akasev El Laayim Elav to cause Moshe Rabbeinu to to tremble, that he should be fearful. Kedesh Nei Tyroni Tenes Be'ima Bereses Uvezeya. 
that when a person's alone, they, they can have ema, they, they're, they're, they're uh, in, in, solid, right? in, in, in solidary confinement, right? So they're fearful. Why? Because Moshe should be in the proper state to receive the Torah. The Torah is given be'ema and fear, b'rest of Isaiah. Shenemar, it says, ivdu Hashem be'ira, v'gilu, even when you're rejoicing, it has to be b'rada, has to be with some type of trembling. My v'gilu b'rada, what does v'gilu b'rada mean? Amrav. At the time of Gila, which Gila is, is joy, by Matan Taira, you need to have fear there as well. So I wanted to bring a few, a few places we find this. Number one, the Gemara Ksubis talks about, and other places talk about breaking, uh, either breaking glass by a wedding. There was a, it seems like it's an ancient minog. Why is that? So some say it's, you know, Zechel Chorbon. I think the more proper source is this Gemara, that the Makam Gila in a place where you're full of joy, there has to be some type of some type of fear that you don't go overboard with the joy. So that's why they have a, uh, that's why you break the glass by the chuppah. We had this Gemara previously, the Gemara spoke about teaching Torah, that on one hand, Torah should be, we had, we had a stira, or a contradiction. On one hand, the Torah, the Torah is supposed to be taught with simcha, right? Ivdu has Hashem simcha. The other hand, it sounds like, Ivdu has Hashem of a so we had two tarots, if you remember. One of the tarots was, one's talking about the Rebbe, one's talking about the Talmud. The Rebbe could joke around. The Talmud didn't have to be serious. The other tarots was that in the beginning of the learning, most of the B'dichasa, you could make a joke, it could be entertaining. But while you're learning itself, to joke around, that would be inappropriate. So we joked that today's world, people have lack of, lack of focus. Every five minutes is a new, is a new learning. So you could, you could joke around every five minutes. In other places, it's brought down. There's a famous Chuvah Sarash, but quoted in Shulchan Aruch. In Simenun Gimel, Sif Yiralev. So it talks about a Shliach Tiber, but I'm only using Shliach Tiber as a mashal. This happens throughout life. That a person who is Marach Betilas, like they Shishmu Kale Arev. Someone will just use the example. He sings a lot, davening for the Amr. So it depends. Imu Mach Masha Semech Beliboy, Al Shenois Nedol Hashem Yisbarach. He's giving thanks to Hashem. Bini Ima Tavayalev Bracha. And in fact, the Medrash tells us, this is actually quoted by the Berhetiv, the Pasik says, in the Psikta, it says, Kabir es Hashem mehoinecha, that Hashem should, you should honor Hashem mehoinecha from the talents he gave you, that kari be migoinecha from your voice. Mishi yesh le kol noim, someone who has a nice voice, yiranin la kadesh baruchu, he should sing ta kadesh baruchu. However, the Shochanar points out, avamachavin la shmiya kari vesumech pekarla, he just cares about his voice, he doesn't care about Hashem, harez maguna. And the Shulchanar doesn't quote the end of the Rashba, but the Rashba there, the Chubas Rashba says, quotes this Kamara, Pemakam Gila, in a in a place where you're you're uh, you're, you're, you're joyful in the shul while singing, Shem Tehera Adu. There still has to be the year of Shemaim of doing it in service in service of Hashem. I think it's just a mashal for every, everything in life. You know, whenever you're doing something, are you doing it for yourself, or are you doing it for for uh, for a Kaddish Baruch so it's always something to, 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 to consider. Either way, we have four different opinions on what was going on there. Was the six days of separation in preparation for, for Kabbalah Satira? Or was it some other reason in preparation to going up to Shemayim? Something along those lines. So, but my Kamifliki, the Gemara says, what is the Machlaikis here? Rabbi Yosei, of Rabbi Akiva, they are beplukta tahani tanoi. They're arguing with another machlekes. The Tanim looked in the Bible. We had this Gemara in Shabbos. B'shishach b'chodesh nimnatayra liyisrael. On the sixth day of Shavuos, uh, sorry, the sixth day of of Sivan, that's when we receive the Tyra. Okay, and that's actually how we keep Shavuos. Vav Sivan. Rabbi Yosi, I remember Shiva by the seventh day. My dear, remember Shisha. Why? B'shishach nitna with Shiva Allah. The sixth day we receive the Tyra. Uveshiva on the seventh day of 
Sivan, Allah, that's when Moshe Rabbeinu went up Har Sinai. Umanda Amar, Beshiva, and the one who says, on the seventh day was, we see the Torah, so Beshiva Nitna, Uveshiva Allah, that on the seventh day we receive a Torah, and on the seventh day Moshe went up to Shemaim. Meaning, Machlekes says, the Torah says, and God calls out to Moshe on the seventh day, come up. So, seventh day of what? Is it the seventh day of, of Sivan? Or it's seven days after we received the Torah. So that's the Machlekes, Rabbi Yaisi Aglili, and Rabbi Akiva. There's a bunch of gears to changes in the Gemara, but let's, the, well, let's just read the next Gemara, and we'll figure it all out. Rabbi Yaisi Aglili, the Torah was given on the sixth day of, 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 of Sivan. This story that we brought down before, that the, the cloud covered the... the that was talking about Moshe Rabbeinu. That Achara Saras Hadibris. It was six days after that Saras Hadibris. And then on that seventh day after, which is the uh, the 13th day, right? So that's when you have Moshe Rabbeinu going up to receive the Luchais. So it's six, six and seven days. Yom Hashvi is seven days after Shuas. So how do you read the Pasuk? Who did the mountain cover? Lemaisha covered Moshe didn't cover the mountain. I'm sorry, who did the cloud cover? It covered Moshe, but it did not cover the mountain. Hashem called out to Moshe on the seventh day, Le to go up and actually bring down the Luchais, which encompassed more than just the Sarah Sadibris. We just had that in Shkalim, right? That is counting from Lahar that the the cloud covered the mountain. That Hashem called out to Moshe on the seventh day, which means the seventh day of Sivan. What's it coming to to take? The, the Ten Commandments. We already got the Sarasa Debris. Mishisha. On the sixth day, and additionally, and on Mishisha, we know that the that the cloud left the mountain on the sixth day already. So if Moshe was still in cloud cover on day seven, then it can't be referring to day seven of Siva, because Moshe wasn't covered in seven days dating back from Moshe Chodeshiv. It must be seven days after, and it only makes it only is necessary to learn this if you hold the sixth day was when we received the Torah. But if you hold it was the seventh day, let's see. Rabbi Kiva, we learned he holds that we receive the Torah on the seventh day of Sivan. So, if we want to explain it, let's just take take a moment. When the Pasik says, Hashem called out to Moshe to take to, to accept the Sarah Sadibras, not to go get the Luchais. The Ten Commandments that we heard at Har Sinai, that was the calling on the seventh day. What about the six prior days? Those were six days from Rashidash Sivan until until Matantaira. What's Vaikhaseho Anan? It's talking about the mountain, not Moshe Rabbeinu. What about I it says the seventh day? The seventh day was the day where they accepted the Torah. So everything fits according to Rabbi Kiva that it was the seventh day when we got the Torah. That's when Yamashi is referring to. And according to Rabbi Yossi Haglili, the seventh day is referring to seven days after. Okay. Now, Bishlam of the Rabbi Kiva, hold on a second. According to Rabbi Kiva, that number, two things. Number one is that Sivan. The seventh day of Sivan is Shavuos, and 
what, what, what is going to make a difference between these two opinions, and there was no future days of separation, that's when Moshe Rabbeinu went up. So 40 days later, was Shavasa Batamas. Comes down with the Luchas, breaks the Luchas. How do you have that? So Esther and Va'arba de Sivan, you have 24 days of Sivan. Now he's counting day seven as one. Okay, so Moshe went up on day seven. So from seven to 30 is 24 days, right? The way we count it. What did you say? They tried you for both, right? Yeah. I once heard from Ari, Rabbi Ari Leibowitz. He said he was, he was in Hilchus Nida. So he's talking about... Oh, this is the story. Rav Schechter... I should make fun. Rav Hesher Schechter was, was reading Reader's Digest back in the 70s or something. And he asked, and it said that women, that the standard period that women have is 28 days. So he asked Rabbi Tendler, who was his Rabbi in Yeshiva, he said, what do you mean? Chazal Talos, it's Lamed Yoyim. 30 days. So he said, for a very smart person, you're asking a very stupid question. Because we count, as Yoni was saying, so, so I believe it was the Tzavitish Chasanam, that how many fingers are between your thumb and your pinky? So three, right? No, it's five. One, two, three, four, five. Right? That's, how, that, that's basically Hilchas Nida, how you count halachic days. So he said, at 20 days, fits what Chazal were saying. It's because she could see Dom an hour before Tuesday night. That's already day one, right? And then, so it ends up being 28 full days, but it really ends up being 30 days. So a similar thing, where we're counting from days from seven till the 17th day of Tammuz, the Shabbat Lucas, Esen Ba'arba the Sivan, the Shitzer the Tammuz, Malhu Abon Yamin, the Haba Bahar. So 40 days, that Moshe was Bahar Sinu. The Shitzer, but Tammuz, Nochas Va'asa, on the 70th day of Tammuz, Moshe Benin went down, but Tavrina Lucas, you broke the Lucas. Ella Rabbi Yosek, Lila, the Amar Shisha, the Prisha, that yet six days of separating after Shavuos, so six days where Moshe Rabbeinu did not go up yet, he's in preparation, we're going to learn out Yom Kippur from that, and then he goes up, it turns out that we shouldn't be fasting on the seventh day of Tammuz, we should be fasting on Chav Gimel Tammuz. So I'm the Chav no, I bought the Had, when the count of 40 days already started, Bahadi Shisha depression started already day one of when Moshe Rabbeinu was separating. Those 40 days, Includes the six days of Moshe Rabbeinu separating, and you could count that as the forty. So you have no problem how you uh, calculate Shavas or Batamas. Next, Omar, we said in a brisa like this: Vayikra al Moshe, Hashem called out to Moshe on the seventh day. Moshe v'chol Yisrael aimdim, and Moshe and Klai Yisrael were all standing there. And Rabbi Kiva said it was only done to it was we singled out Moshe Rabbeinu to give him cover, right? So, Messiah the Rebbe Lazar. This idea is a proof to Rebbe Lazar. Dom Rebbe Lazar, Vikra al Moshe. Hashem called out to Moshe. It wasn't just Moshe alone. Moshe v'chal Yisrael. Oimdin v'leibu akasav elacha lekavah l'Moshe to give honor by singling out Moshe Rabbeinu. Stigmar says, really, Mesvil asks you akasha. It says, in the Pesukim, it says, I'll just read you the Pesukim, when Moshe went to the Oyal Moed, l'daber itai, to speak with Hashem, v'yishma es hakol. That Hashem, that, that, sorry, that he heard the voice of Hashem. Then the pasuk continues, "Vayedabra elav," and Hashem spoke to him. So, kol loy. We already know that only he heard it. Then it says, "Kol elav," that only him. So, what's going on? So, it sounds like Moshe Shama was specifically elav. No one else heard it. So you see that Moshe did not hear this. Uh, this. This. 
I'm sorry, you see, Klaiso did not hear it. So the Gemara said, like, Kasha, Hub is Sinai. When it came to Har Sinai, we, everyone had to hear it. Hub, it was a private conversation, so only Moshe Rabbeinu heard it. Vibai, same, like, Kasha, Hub, Kriya. When the Torah says, Kriya, Vayikra, Lemoshe, Vayamashvi. So then Rabbi Kiva says, everybody heard it. Hub, the deeper when it says, Vayadaber, right? Hashem says, Vayadaber, Hashem al Moshe, Lamar, to tell Klai Yisrael. So every Dibor is only to Moshe, otherwise, you wouldn't have to tell us. We already heard. So Vayadaber is to tell us. Rabbi Zrika Rami Kray. Rabbi Zrika brought a stira in Sukkim. It said, Kamid Rabbi Lazar. Rami Lazar, Rabbi Zrika, Rabbi Lazar, Rami Ksiv, says, Liyacha Moshe, Lavay Lay Mayed, Kishachana Lava Onan. Moshe Rabin was not able to enter the oil Mayed because there was a cloud covering it. Uchsiv, yet the Pasuk says, By Har Sinai, Vayavay Moshe, Besoycha Anan. The Moshe went through the cloud. Could he go through a cloud? Could he not go through a cloud? So the Gemara says, Malamisha Tfasik, Lishbrochel, Moshe, Vibon, Hashem, Kaviyacha, to grab him, to bring him through the cloud. The Bey Rabbi Shmuel, Tana, a different way in Emar, Kambasai. It says, Vayavay Moshe, Besoich Ha'anan, Moshe went through the cloud. Venemar Lahalon, it says, Vakriyas Yamsuf, Besoich, that Vayavoyu Bnei Yisrael, Besoich Ha'anan went through the sea. Malahalon, just like by the Yamsuf. Shvil, there was a path when we crossed the sea. Dechsev, Vamayim Lahem Chayma, that the water was to them like a wall. Miminam, Nismulam, on the right and the left. Avkan, so to here, Shvil, it's a path going through the cloud. So we know that. God split the sea, and he also split the cloud. Next, Vikra Moshe Vayidaber. Then Hashem called to Moshe, then Vayidaber, then he spoke to him. So, Lama Hiktim Kriya Ladibar. Why do you have to introduce the Dibar with a Kriya? Why do you need Kriya and then Dibar? So, Lima Torah Derecheretz. Torah taught us Derecheretz. This gets lost in texting. Don't tell your friend something. Elam Kain Kareil. First say, hi, how are you? Or do you have a minute? And right, sometimes people just text and they just go straight to the question. So it could be that considered normal. I don't know. But there's a Derek Haritz, they don't say, you know, you have a waiter, right? You don't scream at them. You ask them, hi, how are you? Could you get me something as opposed to food, right? So it's don't start a conversation with your friend until you first call him. Have those uh, the basic introductory remarks. Next, Lamar. The Torah says Lamar. Hashem told me to say. Let's say someone tells you something. You have a conversation with somebody. You go out for lunch. He 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 shares you know some troubles he's having. There's an iser to tell it over to someone else. Until he tells you go post it on the chat. <laughs> Until he tells you to do that, there's an iser. Lamar means. That to go say it, that uh, that, or you could say it. There's a different way of learning it. Loy Amar, don't say it until I actually give you permission. So uh, as, as you, you learn in life, that there's no such thing as a private conversation. But uh, but halacha is a person has has a conversation with you. There's an iser daraisa to uh, to share it, uh, unless he told you go tell everyone. If he didn't want to tell everyone, then uh, you know there's, there's an iser to post it online. Okay.